Is the customer always right? What does that really mean and why do we need to change that phrase to something else? Join me today as we discuss this more in depth. You are listening to the Career Path Angel Show, where we talk all about career, business, positive mindset, self-development, and many other fun and exciting topics with one goal in mind, to help new working professionals to fast-track their careers in the corporate world. So what are we waiting for? Let's dive right in. Here is your host, Angel Mary. Hey everyone, Angel Mary here. Welcome to the Career Path Angel Show, where we talk about everything related to career, business, and anything you need in your professional life. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing the phrase, why the customer isn't always right. I mean, the, the phrase itself is, the customer is always right, but I don't believe that. The customer isn't always right. And there is a real meaning behind when people say the customer is always right, but it's not what we think it really means. First, I want to talk about stakeholders. What is a stakeholder? A stakeholder is a party that has an interest in a company and can either affect or be affected by the business. Primary stakeholders in a typical corporation are investors, employees, customers, and suppliers. Normally, people, when they're working, they have to deal with all types of stakeholders in their careers. If you're working, your stakeholders could be your coworkers, it could be your upper level management, it could be your boss, it could be the customer. If you think about it, depending on the industry, for example, if you are in healthcare, your stakeholders include the patients themselves. If you're working in retail, they're going to be the customers that you can come in contact with in a storefront or in an online e-commerce business. Your stakeholders could also be clients or vendors that come to your company where they do contracts and work with you. One of the most important parts about understanding who your stakeholders are, whether they're internal or external, are that you need to find a way to engage and ensure that your stakeholders are happy. Today's episode, I want to talk about my personal experience when I was working in retail. Now, this goes really far back to when I was working in a grocery store in my teen years. I was working part-time as a cashier for a small grocery store in the town that I was growing up in, in upstate New York. The grocery store job was my second part-time job. This was back in the early 90s, and my role was a lot more challenging at that time because we didn't have the fancy technology back then where you could just scan a barcode in fact, at that time, there were no self-scanning, self-scanning checkouts for any customers to come through. Everyone was at the mercy of the cashier. So if there was two or three cashiers, then that was great for the small grocery store because that, that meant we had plenty of people. However, if we only had one person working the front, which always tends to happen when it's a slow period, and especially late, late at night, you know, they never really had an opportunity to overstaff. It was always a delicate balance, and every company knows how important it is not to overstaff. I recall this particular day where I was working by myself at the front, and when I say the front, I'm talking about the cash registers. I probably had a stocking person somewhere else in the store. I wasn't completely alone in the store. I definitely had somebody else there. But I was working in the front, and we had 
about five registers, but I was the only one ringing people up because we were probably 30 minutes to close, not more than that. At that time, because I was individually typing in every single number, whether it was taxable or not, it took a lot longer to scan groceries. So someone came in with um, something that was like a pack of gum that was taxable, 99 cents, and you had to make sure you press the taxable button. And you had to remember which ones were taxable items and which ones weren't. So the job was a little bit more comprehensive at that time than it was even now. However, I do believe people were a lot more polite at the time when I was working compared to the way people are now today because people have taken the term the customer is always right a little bit too literally. In my story, I was just 15 years old. I was probably very, very, very gullible, naive, and innocent at that time. My experience at that time was limited to only being a waitress prior to that and a babysitter. This story really talks about what it's like for a frontline worker or someone who's working in the service industry and what happens when they come across somebody who is extremely rude and inconsiderate to not only the people who are working in the place, but the other customers who are coming in. So I want everyone to imagine now, I'm taking you all the way back to the early 90s. Some of you may not have even been born at that time. And imagine a world where it's not really too much different than it was right now, except people were just slightly more polite, just a teeny tiny bit. Uh, register one was the register that our 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 grocery store only accepted credit cards. And there was a big sign right at the entrance that said, uh, only accepting credit cards at register one. Every other register only accepted cash. I remember now time was dwindling. I was remembering that I had to pack up and clean up. Right before the cl closing of the shop, I went onto the loudspeaker and I said, we only have 10 minutes left before the shop closes and everyone needs to come up to the front, just a nice reminder. And then here comes a couple of people. First person just had a few items. I rang them up. Thank you, miss. You're welcome, sir. Then they were out the door. The next person who came was a woman. I had to say she was, she couldn't have been more than in her early 40s. And she had a grocery cart filled to the brim. I'm talking about probably hundreds of items like it was overflowing the grocery cart and she got she came into my line now as she was coming to my line there was a clear sign that stated cash only there was uh and in, and I'm sure this was not the first time she had ever come in because this was a small town home grocery store she came in it with a demeanor that was extremely abrasive and aggressive initially she gave me this sort of look where she was kind of surprised that a young person such as myself was running the front and she kept insisting I'm really late I'm really late I really need to go I need to I need to go do this very quick very quickly please and I'm just standing there feeling a lot of tension coming from this woman and I'm just saying to her okay ma'am okay and I just quickly start grabbing her groceries and individually ringing each one up $1.99 taxable, $0.99 cents taxable, $5.99 taxable, boom, 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 as I go. Behind her, there's a line forming now. There's about 
there's like one one or two other people and she's just constantly berating me as I'm checking out and frankly speaking I wasn't slow actually by then I had been working there for a few months and I had been getting faster and faster and I was moving at a pretty good pace I mean as fast as anyone could do as they're punching every single number into the cash register so the woman is standing there consistently uh not encouraging me but demanding that I move even faster so here I go and at, mind you, at that time, I also had to bag everything at this as I was checking her out, and I was bagging every single bit of groceries. Boom, 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 as I go, and then finally I got to the end, and then she hands me a Mastercard. Now at this point, I said to her, "Oh, ma'am, uh, we don't take credit card in this line," you know, and I pointed at the sign right directly next to her where she could have clearly probably read it but she probably chose to ignore in her hurried nature and she exploded she started yelling at me and braiding me like what the hell is wrong with you how dare you I don't have time for this you're so in uh, you're so unprofessional and she just started screaming at the top of her lungs you have to imagine a 15 year old girl standing there not really clearly understanding why someone would be screaming. It wasn't my fault that she decided to choose that. And I wasn't, of course, in a position where I could do anything about it. But I thought about it for a moment. I took a deep breath. I mean, I really wanted to start crying because I was feeling so much tension and stress coming from this woman. And she was berating me and name calling me in that moment. And I just took a deep, deep breath. And I thought, okay, what do I do? What do I do? So I I just told her, okay, hold on a second, ma'am. I just printed the receipt, closed my register, and I knew this was, I wasn't allowed to really do this, but I, I knew if I explained to my boss how frustrated this customer was and how important it was that we made sure that she was happy, they would understand what I was doing. I closed out my register. I had to sign out actually of the register with my special code. And I just said, okay, I'm, I, let me just figure this out. I got up and I moved to register one, reopened the register. Now all of this takes time. You can't do this one, two, three, boom, boom, boom. You actually have to do a process to close out a register and then open up at a new one. As I'm doing this and as I'm about to, I had finally gotten into the register. As I'm about to take her card and swipe it she goes she runs over to register one she she grabs the card out of my hand she's like you know what this is taking forever I'm never coming back here again goodbye and she just left all of her piles and piles and piles of groceries on the area where my register was and just stormed out and the tension was like so thick it was super super uncomfortable I could feel myself feeling very hot I could feel myself feeling very upset I never raised my voice at her the only thing I said to her was okay I have a solution I'm going to try and take you over here just give me one minute and that wasn't enough for her she was not satisfied with that and she stormed out and I walked back defeated 
to the second register where I had about two more people in line. And I just pushed all of her extra groceries, which I knew I would need to take another half hour and put away all of that stuff. I just pushed it down to the end and I just moved on doing everything I possibly could not to let the next customer see that I had giant tears welling up in my eyes that were about to just drop like rain, like puddles, right there to where I was standing. And I just started checking out without doing or saying anything. I just said, okay, um, that'll be $15.46, ma'am, in a quiet voice. And, you know, the woman behind her, she looked at me and she said, I just want to say something to you. I just want to tell you, you handled yourself really, really professionally. And you should be proud of yourself and don't blame yourself. Whatever that person's problem was, it was with them. It's not your fault they were late. It's not your fault that they didn't read the sign when they entered the cash register line. It's not their fault that, I'm sorry, it's not your fault that they didn't read the sign in front of your cash register. And it's not your fault that they didn't know how to maintain calm, but you maintain calm. And I just want you to know that I recognize that. And I appreciate that you were able to be the mature one here. That was the nicest thing anyone ever told me up until that point when I was working in a public setting with customers and especially in an environment where I felt like I was being abused. Truthfully, what this person had done was harass me publicly, humiliate me publicly in front of other people. And the the phrase, the customer is always right, is a dangerous phrase that is used by irate customers who want to exert their power, authority, and abuse on other people. Now, Maya Angelou said the quote, people will forget what you said, they will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. I was probably paraphrasing what this woman said. I want to say that that was close to what she said, but I definitely felt so much better. Both of those people made me feel one way or another. The first person made me feel like complete garbage. The second person made me feel like a human being again. This is why during our pandemic, I made sure to tell every single person working in the grocery stores during the pandemic, every time I went into the grocery store and I saw somebody working and saw them putting on their mask and checking people out and remember, they didn't have a choice. They had to work. I would tell them, thank you so much for being here. If you weren't here, I wouldn't be able to buy this right now. I always remembered to thank them personally. And people would smile. I could tell they were smiling through their masks because you could tell when their eyes changed a little into a warmth. And we don't say thank you enough to the people who are doing these type of jobs because the truth is there is a lot of abuse they get. You can really resonate with the story if you're in a role, a service role, where you have people you have to work with. People who, for whatever reason, may bring their baggage into your workplace. You don't have to take it. 
but you do have to maintain professionalism. And maybe if I was 10 years older and I had a little bit more maturity under my belt, I may have been able to stand up my, for myself a little bit more, but I don't think I did anything inappropriate by just simply staying quiet. Staying quiet allowed me to maintain my composure. It allowed me not to have this person's rudeness penetrate my mindset. It also made me realize that my line of work, even though I believe people should always be respecting me, doesn't happen, right? I have to be holding on to a level of strength on the inside when I'm dealing with people who are this rude Rude people are sadly everywhere these days. We hear about stories where people decide to cough into the face of other people just to get their way. Or they scream and shout when they don't want to wear a mask. That was one of the things that happened during the pandemic where when there was a mask mandate, people were screaming and shouting at the workers. This has nothing to do with the workers, right? But people were feeling angry and frustrated, and they were taking their life frustration now on the people who are working in the real world. You may have a coworker. You may have a boss. You may have a vendor. You may have a patient. You may have anyone you can think of that you may come in contact with that may behave in this manner to you at one way or another. But people always say the customer is always right. No. The right phrase really should be simply always maintain professionalism. The customer is always right is really inaccurate because the customer isn't always right. Many, many times they're wrong. But the reason why that phrase stuck was because we wanted to make sure that people who are working never changed the way they behaved to be reactive to the emotions that came from rudeness. So when we think about our stakeholders, we think about maintaining professionalism. And that's really what I want you to take away with this. When you're dealing with somebody who is clearly taking out their personal problems in their professional life, whether it's as a client or a colleague, and they're being rude and inconsiderate to you, it is much, much stronger and more impressive when you are able to maintain your cool and you do not allow these people to change who you are or change your demeanor on how you behave towards them because of the way they're acting. It does take a lot of effort to stay calm and my suggestions and advice in these situations is first take a deep deep breath. It does help. Deep breaths always calm down a person. It brings down your heart rate. It brings an, a feeling of calmness and it allows you a moment to catch your breath. It allows you a moment to think clearly about what your next steps or solution should be. The second thing I was going to say was when you're maintaining professionalism and you're dealing with a person like this, you want to remember the big picture. Usually people are upset because there is something that they don't have control over. Control is something that no one has, especially when they're going into a place of business. You're usually bound by whatever the rules of that business are. But some people come in really upset, wanting to run the show. In those situations, you still have to 
take a moment, check your tone. Part of professionalism is ensuring that you are not mirroring the same tone as the person who is acting rudely towards you. You want to keep your tone as calm as possible. When someone is yelling at you and your voice is very calm and quiet in response to their shouting, guess what? That's sometimes the moment when they're going to realize that their shouting is really much louder than they think. They're actually looking for a rise out of you. And when you're not getting giving them back that rise, they start realizing that they're being silly and stupid. Usually when I respond to these kinds of people, I say things like, I understand you're frustrated. However, this is X, Y, Z. Or I understand you're upset and therefore this could be a solution. Would you like to do this? These are the ways to bring people back down to the calmness that you have. And I'll admit it doesn't always work. There are always going to be some of those people out there that you're going to be trying to do this with, and they won't be able to do it. And the only thing I can tell you is to try to end the conversation calmly, because it will always come back to you if you don't. What do we learn today? We learned that the customer isn't always right, but because we are in a setting where we need to ensure our stakeholders are happy, instead of looking at it from the standpoint of the customer is always right, look at it from the standpoint of you have to always maintain professionalism. I hope you had learned something important today. And if this resonated with you, I'm asking, please, just share this with one person that you feel could really use this. And also, if you are going out there to the grocery store or to any place where you're seeing someone working with the public, say something nice. Just be grateful and thankful to them. And I'm going to guarantee you make their day. I mean, if you go to a restaurant and you have great food, go ahead and tell the waitress, Thank you so much for your service today. Thank you so much for a great experience today. I can tell you that most people don't take the time to do that. And it really makes a huge difference. It really makes the people who are working in these kinds of professional customer service roles happy that they went to work that day. And taking that time to be nice to others, it's, it just makes the world a better place. I hope to meet you back next week where we're going to be interviewing someone who's going to be talking about process improvement, my dear friend Mesa. So she's going to be discussing her experience. So please check back and we will talk soon. Take care for now. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Career Path Angel Show with Angel Mary. Something you want to hear Angel talk about on the show? Contact Angel through Instagram or TikTok to let her know. Hit subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode and be sure to share it with your friends. Till next time, stay confident, stay positive, and never give up.